Welcome to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. We are a local church in East London, here to be a beacon of hope for Hoxton. And our mission is to worship God, make disciples, share Jesus, and transform Hoxton. Why are you all staring at me? I'm going to take this off. It's not very comfortable. Helmet of salvation. Sorry for that. Oh, give me a second. Yeah. With the helmet. With the mic. Okay, we've got the sword as well. I'll get out of the way. This is only on the internet forever, so I feel okay. Fantastic. Put this away. Very dangerous. Oh. Oh. Yes, these are my real abs. And it is as comfortable as it looks. Um, but yeah, as you may have noticed during our fun song today and what I'm dressed up as, we are looking at the armor of God in our all-age worship service and we'll be beginning a new series. <laughs> we thought as we enter into the season of that, it'd be great to start it and bring it into the morning service. This week, I'll be talking about the first armor piece, the belt of truth. Uh, I know I'm wearing the full armor set, but it's just for good effect. Um, but before I jump into yeah, the belt of truth, actually, I'm going to talk a bit more about the armor of God and why Paul uses it to kind of share his message to the church in Ephesians. Because he, he writes, that's what the book of Ephesians is. It's a letter to the church in Ephesus, a church probably around the same um, amount of people as ours, actually, which is quite helpful to think about. And Paul wrote this letter um, to the church in Ephesus because he was combating a certain problem that was happening a lot across the early church. And um, it was that the Jewish Christians were making the Gentile Christians feel lesser. So Jewish Christians are those Christians who were believed in God the Father before Jesus came. And Gentile Christians are ones which didn't believe in God the Father before Jesus came, who believed in other gods or didn't believe in gods at all. So in a way, the Jewish Christians are making the Gentile Christians feel like lesser Christians. It's like when someone new joins your school. It can be quite scary, and sometimes they get bullied for being new into the club almost. But Jesus says, this club is for all people. Around this time Paul was writing this letter to this church, he was actually in prison, surrounded by a lot of people that looked like me, like Roman soldiers. I know it's hard to believe I look like one, but I am one. Uh, and um, I was listening to a really helpful podcast, actually, on Roman armies and what it means to be a Roman soldier. Um, so when Rome would go into battle and win against surrounding empires that didn't want to join the Roman army... Um, the army would be able to keep their rank. So if you're a general, you'd be able to stay as a general and join the Roman army. Actually, to make this a bit more easier to understand, I'd love a volunteer, someone from down here, to help describe that. Is anyone willing to come up? No? Come on. No? Go on, go on. Come on, Otis. Round of applause, please. Thank you so much. I won't make you do too much, don't worry. Uh, um, so imagine I'm a Roman soldier, I know, very difficult, and this here, he's a general, very well done, in a, an empire I want to conquer. 
So I go over to his empire and I conquer him. You're conquered. I'm so sorry. Um, but it's, it's all good. It's all good. You're going to join a cool club. Um, <laughs> and once I defeated him, you are now part of my army. But you have to go through several processes to become a Roman soldier or a Roman general like me. But the final stage of this is to be given your own armor set. So if you stay, stay here, I will give you... It's not as cool as mine. It's, it's more of a cape. But it's the cool cape. It's not in, Paul didn't write about it, but I think it was there. So I'll wrap that around your shoulders, mate. You look great. And, and I'll, give you, I'll give you my helmet. It's very heavy, though. It's made of real metal. Do you want it? No, you don't want it. Well, you can hold it. There you go. So now he's part of the Roman army, like myself. You can go sit down. Thank you so much. Oh, so you can keep it for now. No, you don't want it. It's all right. It's not, it's not your size, I get it. Push that over there. I've made a mess. I will clear up afterwards. That's all good. Oy. So, like in this process to join the Roman army, the final step is being given your own armor set. And that's why Paul wrote in his letter um, the armor of God as the final thing he wrote in his letter. It's the final stage of putting on your armor of God to fight in these battles, become part of this army the army of God. And this process is really commonly known back in the times. Everyone knew about it, so everyone knew what Paul was saying when he put this at the end of the message. However, instead of a physical battle we are fighting, we're fighting a spiritual battle. A spiritual battle, our enemy who's against us in this battle wants to separate us from the love of God and relationship with God, lived with God. That's what spiritual battle is. But don't worry, God gives us all the armor pieces to tackle against this. And arguably, after seeing, well, actually a really good point what I was kind of alluding to earlier, is that these new soldiers, which Otis kind of came up and um, demonstrated, um, would be kind of outcasted in the army, because they'd be like the new kid joining the blog, and it'd be quite difficult. So Paul would probably see this and be like, I'm seeing this lot in the Gentile Christians and how they feel like they're outsiders, they're new kids on the block. And I thought this would be a very good comparison. Now, on to the belt of truth. How does a belt help us in our armor set? How does truth help us? Now, what Jesus says about truth in John um, chapter 8 says, If you hold to my teachings and really are my disciples... You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Truth is not something which contains us, restricts us, but actually is the, thing, the very thing that frees us. Truth is that we are made in God's image. We are so loved. loved. God sent his only son to save us, to set us free from sin. We cannot earn salvation by being perfect. It is a gift from God. And one of the best tools the enemy has in his fight against us, is lies. In fact, Jesus calls him the father of lies. That's his native language. The enemy will so often quickly shame us and things and make us feel bad for the things we've done. It can be really hard to come back to God. For me, I sometimes think, oh, I can't come back to a relationship with God. I've got to work my way up. I've got to be more perfect. I've got to read my Bible more. I've got to pray more. I've got to be nice to my parents. 
But actually, in fact, you still be nice to your parents, but God is ready to open his arms up to you. As soon as you feel like you've done bad, he is waiting to come back into relationship with you. You don't have to earn his love. It's been given to us when Jesus died on the cross. In the book of Joel, it says, Now return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious, compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness and relenting of evil. Now back to the belt. The belt had many functions. Yes, holding up my trousers is one. However, the Roman army, the Roman armor, its foundation is actually in the belt. It holds a lot. It's holding my breastplate up right now, actually. And it's holding my sword um, and my little scabbard I have as well. And it's the foundation of the armor set, just as truth is in ours. It's also used to protect your vulnerable areas. This is meant to be made out of metal and leather and hard leather. And your vulnerable areas can make any man keel over just by a swift kick. But the enemy is cunning. He knows where we're vulnerable. He knows where we struggle in life. Yet God sets us truth to protect in these areas. A really great example of this and a really um, key week, actually, is when Jesus was tempted in the desert. And I'll go through the story and I'll talk a bit about it. It says in Matthew, Then the Spirit led Jesus into the desert to be tempted by the devil. Jesus ate nothing for 40 days. After this, he was very hungry. The devil came to Jesus to tempt him. The devil said, If you are the Son of God, tell these rocks to become bread. Now, for me, if I miss a meal, I'm desperate. I really need food straight away. So to go 40 days without any food, Jesus was very vulnerable. He needed something. And the devil knew that. That's why the first thing he did was try and get him to say, don't you want some bread? It looks very tasty. But Jesus answered, it is written in the scriptures, a person does not live only by eating bread, but a person lives by everything the Lord says. He replies to the devil, the enemy, in truth. The words his father has spoken. The words of the Bible. Then the devil said again. He's very persistent, the devil. He says, he led Jesus to Jerusalem. He puts Jesus on a very high place in the temple. And the devil said, if you are the son of God, jump off. It is written in the scriptures. He has put in angels in charge of you. They will catch you with their hands. And you will not hit your foot. The devil can sometimes know scripture but we've got to be aware of what God says to us the truth he wraps us in because Jesus replies it also says in scripture do not test your Lord your God the devil led Jesus to a very high mountain he showed him all the kingdoms of the world all the great things that are in those kingdoms the devil said if you bow down and worship me I will give you these things and Jesus said to the devil go away from me it is written in the scriptures you must worship the Lord your God, serve only him. With God, we have the authority to say, leave me, go. I will follow what the truth God has told me. And after this, the devil left and the angels came to Jesus and helped him. I think that was really interesting how soon as the enemy left, God was there waiting, ready to provide. He is eager to be in relationship with us. So often we are bombarded in our lives from social media and other people and quite frankly loads of places where it makes ourselves feel lesser. I'm not pretty enough, powerful enough, wealthy enough. 
And we attempt at listening to these lies because they are attractive. You want to be these things. However, God says you are made worthy. This does not make you whole. And Paul thinks and teaches the best way we can defend against this is being rooted in truth. And I thought I, sh- I thought I'd share a few truths which have really helped me and are in the Bible. And I've got a sheet of them I can happily share with anyone who's willing to afterwards. And I'll share a few now. Jesus says about you in 1 Peter, verses 2, 9, he says, you are his own special possession. He says in Deuteronomy, verse 7, 6, he says you are treasured. In 1 John, he says that you are his child. Later, he says, you are worth dying for. In Ephesians, he says, you are forgiven. And then he goes on to say later in Ephesians, you are created for a purpose. The enemy so often seeks to mislead us with temptations that seem attractive and on the outside seem freeing. The fact is through the truth of God and what he says in the Bible, it really gives us freedom in this relationship. God seeks to set us free from the truth. God God seeks to set us free with truth from the untruth of the world and what the world says is right. And as we finish, I'm just going to, pray and then Ruth is going to lead us into more worship and prayer with her activity. Father, thank you for the truth that you have died for us. Lord, thank you that you have made a way. Lord, thank you that you are with us and you've given us this armor set to stand tall with authority because you are great and your name is above all things. May we remember the truth of your words in the hardest times, Lord. Remember these verses that we are loved in your image, Lord, and we follow your commandments. Lord, we praise you today and forever. Amen. Thanks for listening to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. New talks will be uploaded every week from all of our services. And do check out our website, stjohnshoxton.org.uk, for more information.